Welcome to the Evolu Podcast, where we create space for real talk to learn, heal, grow, and evolve together. I'm Kimiko. And I'm Abby. We're soul sisters and besties turned business partners. Here on Evolu, we share our lessons learned and bring you special guests from passionate leaders, creatives, and badass women who stayed committed to their visions even when the odds were against them. Each week, we bring you new episodes that give you tangible tips to create your own meaningful journey. So grab a cup of tea or a glass of wine, kick back, and join the conversation. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Evolu. This is Kimiko here. Abby's not feeling too well this week, so help me send her some collective good vibes so she can feel better soon. But that does mean that I am taking on a solo episode today and... Whoo, that deep breath is for a reason. Today's topic is going to be pretty real, but very important and a little heavy. If you're new to Evolu, here's what you can always expect from us here on the podcast. We're going to keep it real. We always keep it kind, but honest. And the reason that we come back here every single week is for our growth, for our evolution, for our transformation and to encourage you to embody nothing but your soul self, your true self. Now, being that both Abby and myself are Asian, this one really hits close to home. So even though this is a solo episode today, I am going to do my best to try to articulate what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling from my perspective. Um, Please take what resonates and leave what doesn't. But we're going to try to unpack a lot today and as always we are just trying to create a safe space to release and to share and to move from here and understand how do we go from from this place so let's start here to my fellow asians and pacific islanders i see you i hear you and i am feeling an emotional roller coaster alongside with you. We have lost way too many lives to racism. We've seen so many of our elders hurt. We've seen so many of our own being discriminated against. And just a few of the many emotions that came up for me were sadness, grief, and heaviness. And yet somehow, somehow buried beneath it all, I still have hope. I still have hope for the future and the direction that we're going, even though things are not perfect right now. So fun fact, and if you saw it on the Evolu Instagram stories, I I tried to record this episode like multiple times this week. So we're going to try this again and we're... We're going to trust the creative flow here. In an earlier episode, um, when Abby and I were talking about creative blocks and kind of understanding each other and our different um, styles and approaches uh, to life, I talked about human design and I mentioned that I was an emotional manifesting generator. Um, So my aura type is very big. And my authority, how I make decisions in my life is based off of my emotions in my sacral um, area. Now this means that I have to be patient and I have to go with the flow, wait for all of the high feelings and all of the low lows. And then finally, when I get to this place where I finally feel centered 
then I'm able to move. And I think when I was trying to be quick with my reaction, I wasn't giving myself enough time to really feel everything. So now I finally feel like I'm in the centered place and really hope that everything that comes out today comes through in a way that's digestible for you. I think that I've sat with it long enough to get at least a holistic view from my lens. And today we're going to do a couple of things. The first thing I want to talk about is this concept of the model minority myth, where it came from. My personal experience where I've seen it show up in my life throughout the years. We'll also talk about why it's problematic, how I see it showing up collectively today. And then as we move towards the end of that conversation, let's let's just focus on what do we, where do we go from here? Next steps, just some ideas of things that we can be doing, whether that is rest or action. So we'll dive into that a little bit later. But first, just want to take a few moments to center, to invite ourselves here into the present moment, recognizing that nothing else matters outside of this very moment, and creating a safe space and container for you to receive this, inviting you to let the emotions flow if you feel safe. And just want to thank you in advance for receiving this imperfections and all. Okay, so have y'all heard of the model minority myth? Any time throughout your life, have you ever had a moment where Asians were being referred to as smart, good at math, quiet, not one to speak up? If your answer, as I'm saying this, is yes, then ta-da, you have witnessed the model minority myth in action. (sighs) Basically, the model minority refers to Asians of being the model citizen in the minority community. Do you see how that can already be a very problematic statement? So I went on to Google. I have been I have been familiar with this term, but just wanted to look into it a little bit more, you know, find some some good facts. Found a really good article from the University of Washington that talks about the origin of this, and it's a trip. The term model minority was coined by a sociologist in 1966. His name was William Peterson, and he wrote an article in the New York Times called Success Story, Japanese American Style. Some of the key takeaways here is that as he was describing the Japanese American community, he was saying that by following the normal two-parent traditional family structure and focusing just on doing the hard work, and if you do the things that you need to do to be a model citizen here in America, you as an Asian American, specifically in this article, it was about the Japanese Americans, can overcome your discrimination. Mm, something about that already feels kind of icky for me. As we see today, we cannot erase 
the discrimination that happens against us. And on the second side of that coin, what about the other communities of color? You know, what about the other communities of color? Black communities, indigenous communities, Latino communities. What about them? Can they benefit from the same quote unquote elusive privilege to just be a model citizen and overcome their discrimination? So I sat on this and I went back in time. I tried to put myself in the shoes of Asian Americans during that period of time, knowing that this is also probably a time where prior to this, there was still a lot of racism towards Asians in America and many families during this time from all over the world and especially the Asian countries who are leaving their home countries to come here to America in hopes for better opportunities, security, and overall just wanting to live the American dream so that they can create generational wealth for them, their loved ones, and the generations that come after them. So if they were reading a magazine the same way that we would be consuming news today, don't we look to these magazines like the New York Times, the media, don't we look to those to help us get the most up-to-date news? Now, if I was someone who left everything behind and then in an article saw and started to hear this idea around me being repeated constantly that as long as I follow the rules, I have a chance at success here in this country. At instinct for survival and for stability, it would make sense to listen to what people are telling you. And as hard as it is to admit, unknowingly, though, by perpetuating the model citizen type, you know, that also means that the Asian community was contributing to its own stereotype. They basically planted the seed and then from there, we it became its own thing and it didn't need to be a campaign anymore. It just became a thing that we thought and knew. And even today, in today's society, you know, for fast forwarding to now, the pressure of the model minority myth weighs incredibly heavy on Asians. I personally have vivid memories of being mistreated and judged for my authenticity showing up, proud to be Asian and all. And when I was in certain spaces, I was often encouraged to change the way I dress, spoke, and how I just showed up overall. It was like being myself was creating more resistance. And if I started to round out my edges and just follow the rules, I would, I, I felt like there was this false sense of belonging that I was chasing that never came afterwards. All it did was create this bigger disconnect between who I really was and how I had to act when I was in certain spaces. I had taught myself how to code switch on the drop of a dime, if need be. When you feel like you can't be yourself in certain spaces, it's going to, at least for me, it started to just eat away and make me insecure about who I was and feeling like I really couldn't be myself. 
truthfully, this is something that I feel like I've spent several years of my late 20s unpacking and still feel like there's so much more work to do here. But some things that did help me as I was unraveling and untangling all of this was one, reconnecting with my roots, just doing family history research, learning about ancient Filipino indigenous practices under the mentorship of Kataurán, Lynn Pacificar, uh, who also owns Herbalaria. I started to go to therapy, but not just with any therapist, someone who understood intergenerational trauma and how trauma is stored in the body. And just by doing these two simple things along with daily mindful practices like meditation and journaling, I've started to finally figure out why all of this has been weighing so heavy and learning how to be compassionate with myself from here. So much of what came up for me was guilt and it was shame thinking, how did I not see any of this earlier? By me perpetuating this stereotype to be a role model citizen, how did I not see it being discriminatory against other communities of color? Because it's really important to note that even though the model minority is a myth, this is something that even in its elusive privilege, other communities of color could not even think about benefiting from. If anything, it actually, you know, buying into the model minority myth actually creates a division between communities of color. It makes everyone think that Asians can just you know, do the right thing and follow the guidebook that was set by American society and overcome discrimination. But as we see everything unfold this week, that is so far from the truth. Man, I saw one too many TikToks about how it was different communities of color trying to point blame. And that's the whole point of why the model minority myth is so problematic because it divides us when in fact the true thing that we need to be fighting here is the systemic racism. And I think this is uncomfortable to talk about. I know this feels really messy to unpack and as an Asian, a second generation Filipina American who also identifies as a woman of color It's a fine line navigating life through privilege and discrimination all at once. You can experience both privilege and discrimination all at the same time. And your lived experience is your lived experience. For our past generations, assimilation may have been key for securing survival, and stability. I am so grateful that my ancestors made the sacrifices they did to give me the life that I have now. And in deep gratitude of those sacrifices, and now with this newfound mainstream awareness of systemic racism issues being exposed, I choose healing. And I choose living in my truth. And 
not taking anything less than associating myself with pockets of communities or businesses or anything, anything that I choose to bring into my life must accept me for who I am. And if they're expecting anything less, it's a hard no. So I know that's a lot. So if you're already feeling tense at this point, just roll your shoulders back and shake it out. Because that's not the point. The point isn't to create tension here. The point is to create awareness so we can move and grow from here. One thing that I've always admired about my Asian roots is the resilient spirit that runs bone deep. But when do we begin to rob ourselves from the rest and the healing we need when enough is enough? I mean, I literally have a dragon tattooed on a majority of my back next to the words, without struggle, there is no progress. I meant it when I said it runs bone deep. But at this moment of time, we need to rest. And we also need to take up all the space we need right now. Take up all the space you need or as little space as you need right now. If you feel overwhelmed, seek rest. If you have the energetic bandwidth to either uplift others or to listen to others or to hold space for others, seek community. There are so many wonderful healing events happening right now and they are all over social media. But if you are just you need some recommendations, um, DM me on Evolu's Instagram and I will do my best to send you in the right direction. If you are feeling an uproar, if you're feeling a roar coming up in you and you feel called to move swiftly, take action. Sign the petitions. Be a, a voice, a loud voice. But more importantly, no matter all the options of things that we can do from here, embody you and nothing but your soul truth. That, my friends, is radical. It's so easy to follow the status quo. And my mom always told me when I was young that I was someone who used to dance to the beat of my own drum. And I used to be so proud of it. But then in, into my teen and adulthood years, I started to feel pressure. Like being that person was wrong. And now we're coming full circle. And I'm telling you too. It's not wrong to be you. I know that was a lot. So just take a minute. Let's take a few deep breaths here. And any heaviness or tension that you've been carrying on your heart or on your shoulders or anywhere in your body, just let it go with each breath. And with each in-breath, inhale hope. And with each out-breath, exhale heaviness. 
You are a powerful force, my friend. May you walk boldly in your truth, move from your heart, and together stand in unity with our entire BIPOC community. Be gentle, be soft, but take no shit. I wish y'all joy, love, healing, and inner peace. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in and we're so glad you're here. If you enjoyed today's episode, screenshot this and share it on Instagram and send it to a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. It would mean the world to us. If you want to learn more about Evolu, check out our website or DM us on Instagram. The links are in the show notes below. Thanks for listening and we'll see you back here next week.